Hey listeners, welcome to this special place. We are now in the Tyrolean Parliament and exactly at this historical place I'm going to interview Hide Hagemann. Hide Hagemann is director and founder of Hologram Media. He is raised and born in the Netherlands, so we will speak about the Netherlands and what you can do there. Have fun and enjoy! Welcome listeners to the podcast Communicate with the World, sponsored by Europe Direct. Don't believe tourists, we ask the locals. Hit, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, man. What, what a pleasure to have you on my podcast, really. I really feel awesome to have so great people next to me. You're living in Innsbruck, but you're born and raised from Netherlands, right? That's correct. Born and raised in the Netherlands from basically the center of the Netherlands um, in a tiny town called Huizen, in between Utrecht and Amsterdam. Uh, no mountains and uh, yeah, now here in Innsbruck. What do you like the most about Innsbruck? What I like the most about Innsbruck, I mean, it's maybe a bit cliche. I guess a lot of people come to Innsbruck for the outdoors and the mountains. And uh, that's, that's basically what drew me to Innsbruck as well. Um, it really is just a, a really good mixture of outdoor sports that you can do and then you can combine that with your professional career. So it's a, a nice work-life balance, which I was looking for and I just really love the mountains. So I'm uh, yeah, really happy to be which here. Which is a big difference to the Netherlands, right? Yes, we, our highest mountain is about 130 meters high, I believe, or maybe, maybe a bit higher, but it's basically a mogul. Yeah, yeah. there's not much to it. <laughs> Got that. It's not a real mountain. <laughs> different, but there are a lot of beautiful spots in the Netherlands, right? I have been there a few times and I really liked it. So let's start with Amsterdam. What do you can suggest about Amsterdam or what's in your mind at first if you think about Amsterdam? What is at mind at first with Amsterdam? Well, I mean, obviously the architecture is really nice and um, I always just really enjoyed roaming around Amsterdam and just looking at the, the buildings. Uh, they're classical buildings and actually you have a lot of funny people roaming around the city streets. So it's, it's kind of fun to, to see the craziness of it. And um, what I would like, what comes to mind and what I've done with friends uh, in the past is uh, actually take a little boat ride and just sit down and uh, just enjoy the scenery. It's a, it's a touristy thing to do, but it's, it's, it does get you to the nice places in the city. So yeah, that, that would be one thing. Enjoy the architecture and then the museums are, uh, musea are really nice. So there's just, just a ton of cultural stuff that you can do. And it's a bit for everyone. You can also just go there, obviously, to have some drinks and have a good time. Yeah, it, it has a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's oh. the main thing what comes <laughs> in my mind if you think about Amsterdam. Obviously, having a good time, partying and things like that. But I also did the boat ride. It was really mm -hmm. cool. So I'm totally confirm what he's saying. Yeah. In my mind, it's a really beautiful city, and, but also really crowded. So. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of what uh, a lot of people in Amsterdam did lived there as well for many years. They saw the tourism picking up over the years. Mm -hmm. And so that's basically uh, what makes it less comfortable for a lot of people that live there. Just uh, the insane amounts of tourists roaming around. And uh, I always uh, like to go to Amsterdam, but I also just as happily leave it, to be quite honest. Because to me, it's too chaotic. Mm -hmm. It's enjoyable for a day or two, but Personally, I don't want to be there longer than that. It's, uh, it's enough after two days. 
but um, people are different. People want different things. So I guess if you like crowds, <laughs> go That's to Amsterdam. Good point. Good point. <laughs> well, what would be alternatives like other cities or other places? So um, I personally, uh, I studied in Utrecht, which is a city about 25 kilometers from Amsterdam. And uh, I would really recommend that. It's a student city. Actually, has some similarities to Innsbruck, I would say, except it doesn't have mountains, but it is, uh, it's very beautiful. Um, it looks a bit like Amsterdam, but it's, it's not the same. But it has the canals, but less canals, I guess. Um, but it's just less touristy. Atmosphere is really nice. Obviously, I'm biased because I studied there and I really had a great time there. So to me, it's a nicer city, but it depends on, yeah, like some people that studied in Amsterdam, some of my friends, they, they obviously were biased towards Amsterdam and they would tell you Utrecht is not as great as Amsterdam. But oh, Don't worry, that's not a bias. That's why I'm asking local people. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. No, I, I would personally definitely recommend going to Utrecht. Um, have a look there if you want to visit the city. But obviously, there's plenty of other things you can visit in Holland. And I think a lot of people come to the Netherlands to visit these typical places like Amsterdam and maybe Rotterdam and uh, maybe even Utrecht as well. But uh, I think there's a lot more to do in Holland that is not city related. Yeah. Mm. Well, you said already 25 cases just between Amsterdam and Utrecht. Amazing. Yes. You don't have that in other countries that all the big cities are so close to each other. Mm -hmm. So I was going by train at this time and it was so easy to go from city to city. It took me, well, maximum one hour to go from city to city. It's ridiculous, right? It's a big advantage in the Netherlands. You can see a lot of things in a short time. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's super close. And I would actually suggest if you go there, take uh, public transport avoid cars because um, the, the, the main highways, uh, especially in, in between the bigger cities, it gets clogged up a bit. So it's a very highly dense uh, dense population in the Netherlands. This, this causes a lot of traffic jams. So if you want to avoid frustration in the Netherlands, I would really recommend just going with the public transport and fingers crossed they run in time and stuff like that because we have a love-hate relationship with the public transport as well as Dutchies. But in general, it's nicer than driving your car around in the Netherlands. Saves so, you a lot of headaches. So are you these kind of people which get impatient when the train is 10 minutes late? Um, I think it stems from just uh, that the trains actually end up sometimes not working properly in winter time. So when there's two leaves in autumn that fall on the train tracks, the Dutch railways are notorious for just not like running the stuff at all. So you get stuck on the on the big train stations with thousands of people, and, okay. and then frustration sinks in, and people get a bit annoyed. But hopefully, that's seldom, right? Yeah, yeah, like it's seldom. But when it happens, people remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got that. It's funny to hear as an Austrian or living mm -hmm. in Tyrol, you know, we have a lot of snow. So mm -hmm. luckily, our trains are able to. We always joke around that the, it's it's fascinating that the Austrians and the Swiss people can make the trains run in all these horrendous conditions and that the Dutch can't even run a train when there's one leaf on the train track. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, it's a, it's a common joke that we don't particularly like the railways. <laughs> but, but they do their job most of the time properly, so yeah. Cool, happy to hear that at least. Yeah, what about the price level? We spoke about the trains, public transport. What do you would say, how much would it be to go from Amsterdam to Utrecht? 
So which is with the train tickets, you mean? With the train ticket, yeah. It's actually a little pricey these okay. days. Not so cheap. No, no. But um, I mean, it got more expensive over the years. But you can get these discount cards. So um, you can probably find some some discount cards for everyone or just the locals. No, I think everyone. You can oh, you nice. can just kind of purchase. Uh, for instance, a day ticket for the whole country or like a week ticket, those kind of deals. Mm -hmm. I would look out for those things because actually if you do the one-way tickets, it actually adds up a little bit. I mean, it depends on what you want to spend, but it's um, it's not super cheap at least. Okay. Let's put it like that. I, I would say like... But that's a good summarize. Netherlands, all in all, is not a super cheap country, right? No, it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say Austria is a bit cheaper, but uh, yeah. I mean, things changed a little bit over the whole... Covid time, so who knows? Uh, exactly, um, especially at this time. And yeah. like, like we're in peak inflation at the moment, so who knows? I think uh, all prices went up everywhere. Uh, but I just came from Switzerland a few days ago, and uh, the prices there are significantly higher. Just going for anything Quality, in Switzerland, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's kind of uh, painful to the wallet. So I'm actually happy to be back in Austria, buying Austrian prices. <laughs> That's yeah. true in whole Europe, yeah. Yeah, true. I know that uh, when you when you talk about winter sports tourism and stuff, Dutchies so like they they love Austria, for instance. But the, if you want to play cheaper, people go to France for that to the French resorts. Uh, so and then Swiss is the more pricey one, yeah. and and Austria is kind of in the middle. Um, I think it's the best quality for the price. So. Congrats uh, to you. You, you. Well, it's not my effort, but <laughs> happy to hear that. Well, let's go back to the Netherlands. So, are there any secret spots what people really should see? Do you want to tell our listeners something what not everyone will find on Wikipedia? Um, yeah, of course. Um, there are some provinces that have uh, less people and more nature. So, uh, Drenthe is a, is a province that has quite a lot of forests uh, that is just really beautiful. A lot of dunes, like sand dunes. I don't know if you know what those are, but it's it's just a really pretty place, and you got a lot of these um, like historical uh, like uh, places where people used to live way back in the days. Um, these rock formations that people used to put together. Okay. They're called hunebedden. It's uh, something I would look up. It's um, it's it's very impressive. So 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 people used to live in in this area back in the days, and there were uh, farmers there, but they kind of made these tombstones that are made out of these huge glacial rocks so there used to be like the in the ice ages the, the ice was all the way up there and they it pushed the the big rocks from the mountains up there and somehow the people managed to construct these tombstones and you can see them in the forest so when you're wandering around this area you kind of run into them from time to awesome. time and it's very beautiful and it's very impressive because those 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 rocks are massive so you wonder how they did it back in the days uh, i still don't actually can give you that answer but maybe if you visit you can find out i'm sure there's a museum that can tell you um, and then we have the dutch islands which is uh, in the north and uh, we share some with germany too uh, it's called Wadden islands and you can take a ferry up there um, it takes four hours so it's a bit of a travel but it's a very beautiful scenery. So you, you actually, you have to manage to get to the north, to the northern part of the Netherlands. You take a ferry there, and then you can stay on either of these, like there's five or six islands, and you can visit them, bike around them, rent bikes on the island, 
and you really feel like you're on an island. Um, most of them don't have cars on them, and it's it's just really pretty. How come? Is it forbidden to drive um, cars there? Well, yes, like, but it's uh, not on all of them. So if you go to this island called Fleeland, uh, it's my favorite one. It's forbidden, and it has always been since I was a kid. I've been coming there. Only the locals drive some cars around, so you do see a car occasionally, mm -hmm. but like not very often. And the best thing to do there is to just get off the boat, rent a bike, and just ride around the island, enjoy the beaches, because the beaches go all around. Uh, and there's plenty of little hostels and hotels. So it depends. Like you can have a fancy hotel if that's what you're looking for, but you can also have a youth hostel if that's what you're looking for. So it really just depends on uh, the kind of person you are, but there's so, something for everyone. Yeah, that's what I want to sum up. Hmm. Yeah, amazing, cool. So what's the climate there? On the islands yeah. or just... Um, so the climate, I mean, Holland has a sea climate and uh, the, the islands... Uh, are a bit more in the north, and but they, they have a similarity to the, to the main island, uh, to the mainland. But sometimes they, they might have a bit of harsher weather, I guess. But when you visit, I would suggest you go in between spring and autumn, like so summer, uh, spring, summer, autumn. Mm -hmm. And then like winter might be a bit too cold and not very enjoyable to be there in the first place. I would not go there in yeah. winter. In winter, if you're there in the right time and the, the canals freeze over in Amsterdam and stuff, then you might want to be in the cities and you want to see the people ice skate. And it's, it's a really interesting vibe. Obviously, throughout the years, there's less ice nowadays a little bit. But it still happens. You still get like cold winters. So uh, you might be lucky and you might see all of Amsterdam on the ice one day. It's, it's, uh, it's a bit like uh, I remember being in Vienna once uh, when it was Christmas time. Uh, with the snow and people also, I think there was an ice skating ring yeah, in front of the Rathaus. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and it was famous too. Yeah, yeah and I thought yeah. that was really mythical and beautiful. And you get that vibe yeah, in Holland as well, but different because it's a different country, obviously. Yeah. Wow, a lot of variety. Cool. From yes. the island to the ice skating in Amsterdam. Yes. Real nice, amazing. What would you say about people from Netherlands? Are they open-minded? Is it easy to get in touch with them? I think so. I think in general, I mean, we were spoke, speaking in general terms now, but in general, I think Dutchies are very open-minded, entrepreneurial, creative. Uh, you'll find that a lot in the Netherlands. But obviously, you get a wide variety of people because mm -hmm. there's so many people packed into one small country. Yeah, it's so, actually really interesting. You say a small country with a lot of people, which is really true. It's mm. the half size of Austria and the double amount of people there. Yes. So really crazy right? uh, it's, uh, it's it's severely overpopulated I would say but um, on the other hand we have to learn how to to deal with each other and I think that I mean obviously there's tensions because of that too like have people from all over the world yeah. be part of the society so it sounds that it's really easy to survive with just English so you don't oh yeah you, you can totally yeah Dutchies uh, yeah. Are, are quite fine speaking English actually it's It's quite natural to us, so you don't need Dutch language. Uh, I would avoid learning Dutch and just uh, speak English with us. We like it. <laughs> ah, cool. Yeah, really nice. Also interesting for our listeners. But you also spoke about the tension. So what do you say about security back in the Netherlands? Hmm. That's, a, that's a good question. I mean, it depends on where you go. There's obviously neighborhoods uh, in the bigger cities that are a bit tricky. So you really should have a look. Yeah, well, like, I mean, I know just from, like, uh, back in the days, uh, going to Rotterdam uh, in some neighborhoods that I, I was really paying attention to 
where I was going. Um, but generally speaking, I felt safe in the Netherlands. I've, I've lived in all kinds of neighborhoods uh, in my study days because uh, I was hopping around houses a little bit there, like many students do. And so you end up kind of in all parts of the city at some point. And I've, I, I, I did feel some tension sometimes. Um, yeah, I mean, in general, it's safe. Uh, I felt safe, but I've also been in places that felt safer. If I'm like here in Innsbruck, I, I would say I feel more safe than being in Amsterdam in a certain time, uh, in a certain place. So, for instance, in the city center in Amsterdam, after 2 p.m. with drunk people, there is more tension out there. Uh, you want to not be naive about that. I've been robbed once in Amsterdam, like just going to the ATM um, and they stole my wallet when I got the cash out. Okay. And so, and that's something that I don't think would happen in Innsbruck, for instance. Yeah, um, I could not imagine that now. No. But you never know, obviously, but... Never say never. Yeah, never say never. But, exactly. I mean, uh, look around you a little bit. I mean, don't be paranoid because that's also annoying, but uh, there's people out there that will identify you as a tourist when you go there. And they're like pickpocketers and stuff. Uh, people that are out there to, to get you, they are there. And you get that in most bigger cities, I would say. So just just like don't be naive about where you keep your stuff and just uh, yeah, look around a little bit, especially in Amsterdam when there's like so many people around you and you're kind of walking around like cattle. It's very easy for people to, to steal your phone when it's sticking out. Like uh, be, be aware of that. Yeah. In Utrecht, it's less like that. So Utrecht is a bit more, more, more easygoing, mm -hmm. uh, less people, less tourism. So, so Amsterdam and Rotterdam are just more the cities where I would just pay a bit more attention to that stuff. Uh, really interesting, even that you have been robbed out. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, and also in the nighttime, um, I've heard about aggression, and I, I've actually experienced it myself. Um, just just tension in the bigger cities, especially Amsterdam. But if you go to say the countryside or to the northern part of the Netherlands. I, I've never felt any of that. So it's it depends on where you go, yeah, right? Sum it up. Take care. Don't be naive, and then exactly pay attention, but but uh, don't be paranoid. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be the worst. What we want to have exactly. Yeah. So thanks a lot. It it was amazing. Thanks for all the informations for your secret places and also for the security informations, which are really important. Thank you for inviting me in this lovely place. Yeah, it's uh, really cool. And we're actually really happy that we had the chance to have the, our chat here. Yeah, yeah. Inside of the Tiroler Landhaus, the Parliament of Tyrol. It's really historical too. So, as you said, in Amsterdam, you can see a lot of historical things. I'm seeing historical things now, and it's um, thank you for sharing your historical things with me. It's a really impressive building, and I've actually learned a little bit about Tyrol as well by speaking to you, and you showed me around, actually. People might not know this, but I've seen some things here, and it's really impressive. And yeah. uh, I've learned a thing or two today, so thank you. So, listeners, you also can come to Tyrol and get some history about Habsburg and <laughs> the Tyrolean past. Thanks a lot for listening and thanks a lot to be here again. Thank you. Don't believe tourists. We ask the locals. Hey guys, we'd love to know what you thought about this episode. You can send us a message on our Instagram channel and if you like this story, please share it. All information about this podcast you can find on our website communica.at and follow us on your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode. I'm your host Marco, thanks for listening and don't trust the tourists.
we ask the locals.